NFL Mayo, I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Ooh, I hope my cat doesn't spend the whole podcast playing with her loud new toy. Hopefully she takes a nap. Um, my cats take so, shits and fucking play with toys and all that stuff during the They're a part of the show. Matter. Yeah, fuck it. So, after I we left off last week... Aiden. There's not a lot of listeners. After we left off last week, a couple major things happened. And same day. Yeah. And speaking of, Luke did a same day parlay, didn't he? I was going to do a parlay, uh, in the st- so I was in Vegas last weekend, and um, I'd never – I've done, like, uh, like blackjack, won some dough there. It's been fun. Um, I've done some other, like, little things, like, on the floor of casinos, but I'd never been to a sports book. And so I, end up, I ended up just putting a little dough on the Lakers, which was fucking stupid because the, the Suns scored 140 points on them. Um, when I heard that – when I heard that, I didn't even think that was feasible. Sorry, I had to go take I'm, that away from it's my cat. Not normal. That's a lot of points. And also, uh like that, you know, I only put down like a little bit of money, so it wasn't a big deal. But I don't know. LeBron had gone for fifty and it was on ESPN and I knew they were playing the Suns and Buckers Booker's dope as fuck, but I just figured I don't know. Why not? And the odds are better. But you know, shit happens. Never never Oh, sorry, good. Well, my the dude uh, Joe who I was with like did like a four game parlay. I have no idea how this shit works. No wonder, no wonder T's a gambling addict because, because, fucking you put you can put down twenty bucks to get four game four or five games right and make four hundred or something. What the fuck? Yeah, this but you have to get them all right. You do, but how hard is that? Like, I feel like I can so do that I'll in give football. you my experience. with This that, is like horrifying. Obviously. No wonder, no wonder, like, like. This, I, I did one, and I and I and I didn't even win. And I already like I was like I realized like this is like cocaine, man. This yeah, is it like, fucks up your this brain, is dude. Fun, like when it, I it, lived in Vegas <clears throat> after doing it a few times, it was like on my mind a lot. I was thinking about fun. gambling a lot, and a lot of people in my shop gambled, and they were like, I wouldn't say super successful, but they'd lived there for a long time, so they had experience. Right, <clears throat> Joey and Marissa parlay. are from Vegas, so they were like, "Oh, this is, no, this is we do this. We went, we were eating fucking Sunday brunch at a casino and just hopped over the sports. Where it was were normal you at? to them. We weren't on the strip for that. We were just like, uh, yeah, what casino? Ooh, or where was it? Were you in Aliante? Were you north or? You no, know, I don't know. Oh, okay. you know, I don't know. That was only like my <clears> second yeah. time there. No big deal. No big deal. Um, I went to my Fremont first parlay was was. Oof, I like Fremont. It was wild. We lo- we love and hate Fremont because D worked there and there's some serious scummies. It was terrifying a little, but and I'm from, somebody I'm from got LA shot in Chicago, son, right in front of where D works. But D was off that night. Yeah, somebody just got okay, somebody, so, somebody just robbed somebody at gunpoint and fled like half a mile away from here. I got it on my Citizen app. Hard out here for uh, hard out here for the, people. Uh, my first pod or my first parlay was a college football parlay, which is one of the only things I'm actually confident gambling in, yeah. and. My first one, I murdered it. I did. I think I did a seven-team parlay, which is the most rookie shit you can feasibly do. And if it wasn't seven, it was at least six. And I stood to make like $800 off like a $10 bet or maybe even more. And the last game of the day came down to Michigan versus Notre Dame. Oh, and right. going into that year, it was the week one, I think. And I really 
you could correct me if I'm wrong because you might remember if that was week one or not. But like going into that year, I thought Michigan would be good and Notre Dame beat them. And then I lost that money. <laughs> so it yeah. sucks. And then when T came, we woke up super late and I'm like, we're going to miss the bets because college football is about to start. So we drove down the road to Texas Station and we put in parlays each and we were going through the car. And he's like, what do you think here? And I'm like, Oklahoma is the lock of the century. Oklahoma was playing some shit like D2 school or something, and they got upset. Or no, they were playing Kansas State. I think they were playing Kansas State. But they should have beat the shit out of Kansas State. And they lost, and we lost a couple other games. And the whole day, T was like, dude, I cannot believe you picked Oklahoma when they were like 35-point favorites, and you had to have them win by that much. And I still said lock of the century. And then they lost. I mean, so dude, it, it's, it's all, like, like it's fun, but it's, it's so it, it'll confusing. Fuck you. And like, I, I really like you. I feel I physically had to do it to understand it. So it's cool. I um, I, they I, won't help you there either. Oh no, I was luckily I was with a friend, but the guy I bet with was super nice. Um, uh, but the 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 whole uh, idea of. I was like, I cannot get five NBA games right. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, there's too many, and like things go back and forth. NFL, we have seen. NFL I, is tough just because you gave of how me they my first. You gave me my first taste, Aiden. I won. I won the jersey bet, and now I'm like fiending for 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 bet winning. Correct, yeah. but it's not just winning. Uh, it's not a lot of pickums on those sheets. Meaning, but like, what is a four game like parlay? Like, I have to get those four games right, and they have to win by these this amount of points. Yes, yeah, okay, and yeah. they have to be within a certain amount of points. But in the NFL, they do a lot of two and a half points. Got it, dude. I'm so it's be, a field goal win, and then you lose. I'm gonna be Calvin Ridley in this shit. Come, come week one. Hey, hey, no, I mean maybe you'll get me back into it because I think you can do. I think. In yeah, Illinois, I'm, you can potentially get on a betting app without I'm having frankly to go too poor. Now. I'm frankly too poor to do it. That's the only thing. But if I were rich, yeah, I'd do it like every week, I think. If I lived in Vegas and I had more money, I would have done it a lot. But we didn't have a lot of money. All right, let's talk about football. Let's talk about Khalil Sorry, Mack. I went on the side there. Just, oh, yeah. no, you're good. I brought it up. Uh, Khalil Mack gets traded from the Bears shortly after we recorded last week's podcast. Um, what do I feel about that? I feel conflicted because... As you know, Luke, and some other people probably know, Khalil Mack was one of my favorite players coming out of college. I sung his praises that entire senior season of his, or the last year he was at Buffalo. He absolutely single-handedly destroyed Ohio State. I remember he threw Taylor Decker, first-round offensive tackle, on the ground on a screenplay, took one step back, jumped, intercepted a Braxton Miller pass, and then beat Braxton Miller to the end zone. And dove into the pylon and did like a front flip into the end zone. Jesus. And that was like on top of his sacks and other tackles. So I always loved him. He goes top five to the Raiders. He fucking murders. He gets traded to us for two first round picks. His first month in the league is some of the best football I've ever seen. Or first month with the Bears, rather. Some of the best football I've ever seen from a defensive player. It was unbelievable. And he lit a spark on that two... 2018 run where we ended up losing to the Eagles double doink RIP. Now we trade him for a second round pick to the chargers and next year, six round pick and at face value, we get fleeced, right? It's unfortunate. You give up two first, you get a second back, but diving into the weeds a little bit, he's been basically hurt for two years straight. 
<clears throat> though he had six sacks through seven games last year, he was gone the rest of the year on IR because he hurt his leg or his foot. So he's on the downturn of his career, quite obviously. He is going to cost us like 25 to $30 million per season if he stayed. We have to take on a $24 million dead cap hit. So, yes, I think it's a lose for the Bears. But, however, for this new GM and new head coach to truly start over, you're going to have to cut ties with some of these guys. I get it. It's a great win for the Chargers, in my opinion, to team him up with Joey Bosa. And if they can get a really solid interior defensive tackle, potentially Nakeem Hicks, the the Chargers have a lot of good guys on that defense now. The so Chargers are fucking up, man. They're really they're really going for it, and they should. they're ready. If they're I ready. A, if, if I had, hey Brad Pence, if I had a Justin Herbert on my team, I'd be stacking the fuck up and going for a run. So that I, guy better not cut his fucking hair like Samson anymore. He didn't do that on purpose, right? Like didn't didn't no he didn't cut he, his hair. Are you talking about Justin Herbert? Yeah. But remember when he just had, like, the team, like, uh, trainer do it and that was, like, lined up all shitty and stuff? Do you remember that? It was, like, his no. rookie year. He, like, so he's, you know, he's normally long-haired long, long -haired, uh, Justin Herbert with the headband. Flowing. Loving, living for it. Need it. But uh, I remember, I think it was, like, early in the his rookie year or, or some point in his rookie season, he let, like, some trainer or somebody, like, on the fucking Bills staff give him a haircut and his, like lineup and sh I mean, chargers staff and Sorry, what did we I all say, know how, you said bills Sorry we all know that. how the chargers staff can be with quarterbacks stab yeah, that said they punctured his lung too and he was just gonna fucking get stab tyrod taylor like Bro, a son. it's about to be tyrod season in new york by the way the g-men the, the the crowd's I, gonna be calling for tyrod over danny dimes i know dude it. as soon as as soon as danny gets tripped by the turf monster or just like squelches a ball out of his fucking hand and it hits the turf like yeah they're gonna be calling for tyrod who is surprisingly good every time he comes onto the field not surprising to us this is a tyrod taylor friendly podcast yeah very tyrod um, friendly another important piece of news that came out tom brady said you know what the family mm -hmm. life not for me i think i'm gonna come back again and then a bunch of their free agents resigned and a guy filmed Gronkowski at a local barber shop talking about how he's like, yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to let him wait for a little bit. Uh, if I'm a fucking veteran who's on track for the Hall of Fame, I'm not coming back until after training camp every year. I'm letting everyone guess about my status. I'm staying home. I'm fucking off. And then I'm coming back when ah, it's time to play. Ah, the Brett Favre special. Yes. Every year after the age of like 32, if I'm in the league. Um, so... Welcome back, Tom. Uh, hardly, hardly, I don't know where I was We hardly that. knew you. No, we definitely yeah. know him. And, uh, As I was going to say. No, it's crazy. Uh, I, I heard I heard some people, I think maybe it was Max Kellerman on ESPN was saying his, uh, his thought process was maybe Tom uh, announced it now because – He's like, oh fuck, people are people are leaving. Like, I like because the you know the Bucks lost some free or lost some people to free agency. You know now they they sign Godwin or they're inking Godwin against. That's good, and they're they're keeping some other people, but they're losing some key. They lost a lineman, Joe Burrow got uh one of the Buccaneers. Alex Kappa. He's yep. he's he's okay. I'll say that he's okay, okay. But I mean they've got camaraderie, and like that was Tom's like second phone call. Like Tom called up his like center and he's like, Hey, I'm coming back. And he's like, fuck yeah. And then Jensen. he called up, yeah. And then he called up uh Kappa and he's like, Hey, I'm coming back. And he's like, well, that's tough. 
Because I'm going to Cincinnati. Uh, how pissed would you now be? That is, how, I did I mean, not know the that. Only, the, only, the only consolation is that you're going to somebody who's just in the Super Bowl and you're with Burrow. Like, I mean, like at least it's going to like a sweet thing. But like me I as would an not alignment, be mm, I'm not Dude, pissed. Dude, okay, so here's I'm not the thing. Pissed, you but just... there's something in the pit of your stomach. Like, like you, you it's the goat. Like, it's the goat. And you're, and you're fucking... Like and and not that Burrow's not well on the way. It's gonna be awesome, and these Bengals are fucking amazing. But um, getting to run it back one more time with another Brady season. Oh my god, that like, makes sense. Okay, so let me just let me just say this, and then I'll pose another scenario, which is what I would have probably done if I was him. So, say you're him, young twenties. I think twenty six, maybe twenty seven. Has already won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay and Tom. And you're entering your first wave of free agency after your rookie contract. You're going to obviously get more money to go to the Bengals because they're cap rich right now. And you're going on to a team that went further than the than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year with a new guy that a lot of people are comparing to Tom Brady mm-hmm. on the Ascension. Um, so, like, Jamar Chase. in my opinion, I would rather go to the Bengals right now. However, if I would have known Tom Brady was coming back, I would have signed a moderate to hefty one-year deal. That's <laughs> you know what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody would have. So I, I think that's and that's like, what Jensen did. Jensen one or two-year deal. The Bears were heavily interested, but he waited to see what Tom did. So it's like I get exactly has the luxury to wait and see from. what Tom did. Like so, I just I was like, I'm glad he's back. Uh, at the least Bengals don't have an indoor facility. I know, dude. You know that, right? No, I didn't. That's fine. I wouldn't want to go there. They're the only team in the NFL, and they're in Midwest. Very cold. That sounds fucking hard. They always have to practice outside. That's really badass. Um, I really didn't know that. I don't necessarily get it, but... Did you know to get to their field, their practice field, they have to walk across the highway in cleats? Still? Yes. That's crazy. That sounds like... Dude, it's crazy That's some, like, i wouldn't want to go there shit like yes i mean you had like, to have made some money this past season fucking build something dude yeah that'd be nice i mean i don't i have you ever been to cincinnati i don't know is there room for I, I don't know i've never been there i have but not for very long so i don't know cincinnati i know columbus better but cincinnati yeah, is a massive city i'm not really i know a little bit all right, let's move through some other fucking deals. Amari Cooper, who everybody who needed a wide receiver was saying that that's a perfect fit for their team, including Amari me. Cooper. He rocks, ends up, dude. He's he's arguably the best route runner in the NFL. My only issue with Amari Cooper <clears throat> is his temperament. He's got a very very lax temperament. No, it's true. Like he's got a very lax temperament. I know you've said you said that on the show like a, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, what? It troubles me. It troubles me to want to give a guy. 20 million per year or more when he's so hot or cold. And when he's on, he's going to win you every fantasy football matchup. But when he's off, it's like, where did Amari Cooper go? Is he not playing this week? That's like, that happens all the time. And it's just, that's just like a preference thing. There's some players in the league that are like that and they're still killing it. And then there's some players that are like a lot where they're like constantly hyped up all the fucking time. So it's pick your poison. So Amari Cooper goes to the Browns for a paltry fifth round pick and a sixth round swap. Now, that is going to perfectly segue us to the Browns at large, and we're going to talk about their window, their chances last year, and Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson all at once, Luke. Let's do it. So, the Browns obviously hit a high note. Baker 
played fairly Gonna well in his high note. He did like fairly well in his second and third year. Um, obviously, people would shit talk the fact that he rolled out right a lot. However, last year he gets his shoulder absolutely exploded and he plays through injury. They have a lot of injuries on their team. The the um, Bengals come out of nowhere. And next thing you know, the Browns sleeper Super Bowl team in the offseason don't even make the fucking playoffs after making the playoffs a year before. And a lot of talk about Baker Mayfield. Obviously, a lot of turmoil with him and the head coach. Him and and how everything went down at the end of the year. And Odell left the team. His and dad they called out they, Baker. They cut Odell and got nothing for him. So after having the vaunted LSU. Ring, cut Jarvis Landry. Yeah, they just cut Jarvis Landry. As I was going to say, they just cut oh, Austin Hooper. No, you're good. Uh, they just cut Austin Hooper at tight end. Um, and then Baker Mayfield. Now the Browns are embroiled in this Deshaun Watson drama, which we can get into him in a second because it seems like half the league wants this guy right now, which I get it talent-wise. It's not even right but now. It's like, they wanted him the whole time. They just needed to be told it was okay. Correct. I just couldn't be happier that we have a guy right now that we have a little bit of hope in and we don't have to fucking suck on the nut sack of a dude that just got accused of jerking off all I mean, over a bunch of women. I so mean, like, I'm so glad me, that's the I case. But I feel the same way too, to be honest with you. Like I'm perfectly I would fine rather have, have real Isn't this crazy, Luke? I would rather have Kirk Cousins than Deshaun Watson right now. Just I right mean, now. It's yeah. crazy cuz I love and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's uh got a higher ceiling for sure, but like look man, there's a lot to unpack there and there's still pending civil suits and um like so yeah, I mean yes, like it, it's look man, it, it's such a hard thing. It's like if somebody if somebody is proven not guilty, they're not guilty, but uh, uh, that's how we have to operate I suppose, but there's going to be a lot of press that comes with that. Like it's going to be media circus wherever he goes and any coach and any team is going to have to deal with a lot, a lot. Like that's a lot to bring into a locker room. And if you're the Browns and the only mainstay you're going to have next year is Stefanski. Like I love Stefanski, but like say you bring in Deshaun and you've lost, you know, a lot of, uh, you've lost, two huge weapons in Odell and Landry. You lose Hooper. Um, I just don't know. If and Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. Is that, the, is that the place where you can like, you know, build and like build camaraderie in a young team in Cleveland where you're already under a microscope because you're known to suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it sounds like a shit storm if that's where he goes. I, I in my opinion, I, I totally see where you're coming from, and in a lot of ways, I agree. I will say, if we actually, it's been a while removed from this, but if you go back to Deshaun Watson's playing time before he had to sit out last year, he was lights out, and he was I mean, top incredible, five. Like, top five, top incredible. five, top five. And I think Baker Mayfield can't even sniff this guy's jockstrap talent wise on the field. I think it's not even close, like not even feasibly close with the talent difference, in my opinion. Um, what Deshaun Watson was able to do with such a shit team and what ba everyone gives Baker Mayfield credit for the Browns, like on Twitter, they're like, wow, some. wait, I mean, and I, I'm willing to give him some, but like Deshaun Watson took Houston to the playoffs with no one. And Baker Mayfield had a super team. 
and sucked most of the time. That's all I'm saying. Look at what Odell did for the fucking Rams. And I know he had a hurt shoulder. I'm just saying and Odell never did anything too, with the Browns. It's a whole thing. It is. I, I It is. And look, man, I, I, I am usually – I'm not – it's not even that I'm defending Baker. It's just – it's a recency bias thing where like 20 years from now we're going to look and be like, Baker Mayfield's the best Browns quarterback of all time bar none. Baker Mayfield's the only Browns quarterback to like actually be a draft pick that, that semi-hit. Like it, it's – he's – and I think I've said so many good things about Baker Mayfield, especially coming out of college. And I think his personality was likely the perfect one out of that crop of quarterbacks to succeed in a city like Cleveland, which has so much going against it football-wise the last few years. But however, I think talent-wise, um, ability to make things happen um, outside of scheme, ability to elevate a roster, I think Deshaun Watson is bar none better than him at that. Um I will say this, we we say all these things to then get to the fact that Baker Mayfield hearing all of this these rumors oh, spiraling, yeah. swirling forgot. rather. We were talking so much that I forgot about this. He posts on, on social media a Dear Cleveland letter, which in my opinion is the most bitchy fucking thing a quarterback could do in the NFL, especially when you have guys like Jimmy Garoppolo, who's like two years straight been talked about as a potential trade candidate. Cause he can't get it done. You have multiple other quarterbacks who are seen as lame ducks and they're constantly the topic of being traded so that they can bring in someone better than them. And they don't go out there and do the woe is me shit. Now, a lot of Cleveland fans are saying things like, Really? You're going to get mad at a guy for saying he loves the city of Cleveland and the fans? That's not what that was. That's not what that was. That's what it says, like, on the words. But what it really says is, I don't think this is fair. I am insecure. I need to say something. I need to have something be said. I need to make it about me. Like, in my opinion, that's what that is. It's airing your insecurities. Smells like a... It's unprecedented. It smells like an agent move like a PR move that way. Like, uh, you know, it, it rallies the fans on your, like on your behalf, I guess, or something like that. But I, I hear that's a good point. Like it, here's what, here's where it's, here's where it strikes me in terms of the the comparison to like Garoppolo and stuff. Like I can understand Baker being rubbed a little wrong. I mean, like this is a Heisman winner who came and feasibly turned around a damned franchise like it, it like and it's not all him but i'm sorry but they they've got about 20 plus starting quarterbacks in the past 20 years that couldn't string together four wins so absolutely correct so and and the other thing the other th- so i mean i would i would feel a little disrespected and i feel like he's been scrutinized more than than maybe he should sometimes and i've been part of that but um I would also I would also feel as though that I mean not that he's owed something certainly but like you know Garoppolo went and sat behind Brady and like this is a guy who was a first round pick and this is the only team he's ever played for like I, I don't know I I understand being upset but I also do fully understand your take like it it, it it's it not just... as it's not very take it on the chin and see what happens uh this letter is is more it's not like the unprecedented nature of the letter isn't a letter. This sort of thing would usually come out after, uh, after he was released or traded or something like that. The the timing is unprecedented. A quarterback under contract, a first overall pick still on the team. Very cryptic. Never seen it. Never seen it. 
It's kind of your it's points kinda, are, are are noted. Like I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, even if they Rogers have a great team around like them. last year, it's like Rogers esque last year. Kind of it. It just screams to me that I'm insecure. And tell me that that doesn't resonate well, with you. Like if you are if you are secure, confident, Moxie Baker Mayfield, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to make it known that like I'm thinking about this? You know what I mean? Well, it's like it, it starts to make you think Pete. that like commercial baker and like this like letter to the city baker might actually be more the real him than like this cool moxie persona that like is is here and there like hit or miss at this point um we need some of that back and i don't know man if 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 deshaun's the thing that like that like clicks with stefanski rock on stefanski and baker it seems like zimmer and cousins like he's like i don't want this fucking guy like you know what I mean, or and like, there's or, nothing or like, worse. Or like Nagy uh, and Trubisky. But who am I thinking? Uh, McVeigh and Goff. So I don't fucking yeah, want Goff, this Nagy. guy. When you know a quarterback I mean? and a head coach don't jive, it it mm-hmm. it does not work, and it makes it very uncomfortable. When two cats can't groove to the same tune, one of them's got to go meet the man upstairs. You're absolutely right. Um, I don't know, man. I think all your points are extremely valid, and. Even if there's an incredible team, he obviously still was the quarterback when they had success. And I, I have said, <clears throat> what did I say when they beat the fucking Steelers it's, in the playoffs? I said did nothing but good shit. And Burrow did it too, and expertly, and cooler, and better. But like they're there's both. A, <laughs> the, Cleveland and Cincinnati are forever linked, and so I, like yeah. those are two damn franchises that have been turned around by two fucking Heisman winning quarterbacks. And I know Burrow's already gone Olympics. farther. But um, it's, it's, it's just it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I wonder what's going to happen with the Browns, because at this point, it almost feels like if they don't get Deshaun, then he's Baker may still be gone anyway. And a, something that's been said and something I've thought of frequently is if they don't get Deshaun, I think it's absolutely ruined the relationship with Baker Mayfield. And it's going to make for a terrible and difficult year next year because that relationship is absolutely run through the mud now. So I don't know, man, like the Browns were on such an ascension and now they're hitting like a stagnation point where, Fast or a ascension. fork in the road and who fucking knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's got, and it sucks because I like the Browns when they're good. I like to I, see the Browns good. And I thought Stefanski was going to be the one to, to help him turn a corner. And instead, like they were balling just fine with Freddie kitchens and all of these band-aid coaches. Really? Yeah. Stefanski is a good coach for them. <clears throat> I love Stefanski. So, and Stefanski, like, uh, I don't know. I think maybe Stefanski, if Baker is a little more gunslingery and a little more like he was uh, near the beginning, and, you know, that, that, that has to do with getting healthy and stuff, I think he could work fine with Stefanski. But the problem is, like you said, their, their relationship could be irreparably fucked because even though it's supposed to be business, that Baker letter seemed pretty personal. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, something I do want to hit on quickly, <clears throat> because we love to just fucking shit talk Aaron Rodgers. So he gets this four-year, $200 million, whatever, whatever contract. Um, when it's first reported by Schefter, Rodgers comments, like, this is absolutely inaccurate. Like, uh, and then it comes out a few days later that, like, it that's what it is. It's uh, like, four, it's $50 million a year. He's getting $50 million a year. So he's just an annoying piece of shit, dude. He's just a liar, dude. He's a liar. 
He's a liar and he's annoying and it's in, he he's an insufferable quarterback is what he is. He is. He annoying. can't stand it. He does annoy me, but you know, <clears throat> like here's the thing: if this doesn't translate to to Lombardi's, like what is it? What does it matter? Um, it like, doesn't. What, what He's is, got is, one of them, and good for him. That's 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 the pinnacle. Wasn't that like a down year for the other teams, though? If I recall, I didn't even watch that Super Bowl, which is fucking what? crazy to say. That is crazy. I was living in Garage House. We didn't have we didn't have uh, and the channels at the time, and I didn't go anywhere. Were you really? I don't know. Yeah, about that. I recall specifically not watching it live. How strange. Um, what a I think that year the Bears got here. beat. I think the Bears um, rested their starters. And then got they got beat by the Packers, and then the Packers made the playoffs, and then the Packers beat them again. That I may be wrong, but that's how I remember it. And then I was pissed. So whatever, Aaron. That's just to say, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking liar, and he's insufferable. But anywho, I mean, so I think he was just trying to say that. Like, I mean, would you would you be in here, Devil's Advocate? You just had you just had your HR review, right? And you uh, are negotiating for a, a, a salary increase. And all this stuff, while you and say you have like while you are working out the terms of that deal, would you like Adam Schefter to tell the world what the terms are when they're not even done yet? Probably not. <clears throat> no, it, it'd probably warrant a pissy tweet. So I'll give him that. I mean, I but it was but he said it wasn't right, and it was. Uh, I I think he just said that it. I think he just said that it was uh. Yes, yes, that's like I am coming back, but we haven't agreed to the terms or anything like that yet. And then it ended up being that, but I, it, regardless, it yeah, that's all. I'm not, def- I'm not trying to defend the guy. I'm just saying, like, I get you, devil's so, advocate. I, I don't know. I'm in kind of a listen to the children mood. You're today. a you're a contrarian today. I like it. Um, the AFC West is not a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. Uh, have you been waiting all day for that? That's awesome. I really no. I just that. thought of it. That's I just funny, thought of man. that. The oh, same back to middle school, dude. It's a goddamn dude. They're pass rushers and quarterbacks galore on this. So Chandler Jones just signed with the Raiders. So now they have Max Crosby, <sighs> who just got his sobriety deal. You should have went and gambled with him in Vegas. Um, and yeah, then now Ch- Chandler Jones on the other side. Yannick Ngakwe gets traded player for player swap. That guy's getting hot swapped around the league. Um, <clears throat> my throat. However, Von Miller goes to Buffalo on a massive contract. And oh, all I can big. think of when I see this shit is good thing. And I know the Bears and to maybe even a lesser extent, the Vikings are not necessarily going to compete for deep in the playoffs or even a conference championship to Europe division championship this year but like yourself i'm happy to see the afc i'm happy to see the afc just hoard all of these pass rushers you know what i mean get them out of my fucking conference go away get them over on that side did we talk about uh kirk signing an extension last week oh my god i don't think we did (laughs) i have i have a lot of things to say about it vikings posted the picture yesterday like making it official and kirk's like like signing his contract, you know what I mean? And I'm like, that's this my boy. Dude. I'm done with <clears> that. That's my boy. And you know, I'm gonna carry the torch because when I was roasting Kirk Cousins, my dad really liked him, and I think that's probably part of why I'm like clinging to it. 
but also just on logic i'm clinging to it so like the the deals are going to go up and go up and go up and go up and skyrocket we can't help the market and and the deal that kirk got was huge to begin with and unprecedented and set the market into a fucking into motion on what it is today honestly into a tizzy it, it fucking broke the mold then so he was like the first fully guaranteed contract like he got that 84 mil and so he he's he's made like 260 million dollars throughout his career it's pretty nice and uh he's is he worth that with no super bowl rings i don't know not I, but here's no. the here, here's the thing in my opinion and there's two two points I cling to. Can I just say one thing before you say that? I think it is outrageous and morally unconscionable that he has made these these uh, repeated re-signed contracts for guaranteed money. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, like, sure. Unconscionable. I mean, like, why is it unconscionable to have an, an amazing agent? I, I just like, wanted to say that. Give me your give me your two things. I, look, man. These the look. You're. These players are the employees. Like the the powers that be are the NFL and these organizations. They have unlimited money, and they will they will fire you and forget about you just as quickly as they paid you. If your agent can get you an eighty four million dollar contract, fucking guaranteed to go play for the Vikings, he's really good at his job. And at that point, it's just X's and O's. Uh, or I'm sorry, it's not. It's dollars and cents. X's and O's are on the field when Kirk's playing slightly above average, just like I like it. You know what I mean? His numbers are crazy, and, like, I'll take him any day of the week. The fact of the matter is not, and I've said it a hundred times, not every quarterback is going to put the entire team on their back and win the game for you. Some quarterbacks can throw 30 touchdowns and seven interceptions and hope to fucking God the rest of the team can help. Like, you know what I, I know mean? exactly what you're saying. I'm just saying how many quarterbacks have won Super Bowls without putting the team on their back the last 10 years that you can think of off the top. Sure. I mean, I guess that's it just, fair. It just doesn't I, I really mean, happen. But I've seen, I've seen a good deal of defensive Super Bowls, like defensive teams win Super Bowls. We are not that team, unfortunately. But I've seen, oh, I've seen that it before. Leads me to a good point, actually. Um, I mean, quick pivot. How do you feel about the fact that Daniel Hunter is being shopped because your cap situation is really fucked right now, and you're going to have to trade him to be able to move forward? You guys are just going to have to trade him. It, it's a bummer. It, I mean, it's a bummer because Daniil Hunter has all the talent in the world, and but you know we've been waiting for like three years to even see him break out. Like it's kind of similar like, to Mac the last two seasons. Yeah, both I mean, very like, good pass rushers, both injured, often like, injured, waiting and waiting and waiting to see this Daniil Hunter show. Like it's it's been a promise, and it's like honestly, at at least we're paying Kirk over and over again for starting every game and performing like no like i, I love daniel hunter and stuff but his contract can be huge and he hasn't been on the field so yeah and, you know part of that's part of that's a neck injury that's terrible like and then part of it is like you know all these other things but like no i'm 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 almost i'm almost okay with like just like taking the money at that point like our defense is our defense is uh it's 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 having a turnover period to an extent. You know I mean, it's like, oh, am I going to give a hundred million dollars to Daniel Hunter who hasn't who hasn't stepped on the fucking turf? And like, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? We do, we can do that with Kirk, and we already know. Like, look, that's too much money, but we know it's Kirk, and we know what we got, and that's pretty fucking good on paper. We got zeros and zeros and zeros on paper for Daniel Hunter because we don't know. I'm in that pocket, like, bro. So and right. he could and he could he could fucking watch. He like. 
whoever scoops him, he could go to fucking any team and watch him break out, and it'll break my heart. But business wise, he's gonna go to I, the AFC West. I mean, maybe looks that way. Looks could, that way. Could go to fucking Jacksonville. Oh my gosh. Well, let's talk about Jacksonville. Is there anything else you want to say about Kirk? No, I professionally pivoted for you there. That was very good. I will say before we hit on Jacksonville, um, one both of our teams have been pretty, I'd say, lax in free agency so far. Which oh, it's honestly, so fucking lax. It's like it's, it's boring, but it's Viking smart. It's side, smart. Like it is, but it's so boring. You guys like, signed a third Harrison. You have a third Harrison on your team. I'm cool with that. D tackle. I love you guys. Signed defensive tackle. Austin Harrison Bowden, uh, Canton High School. Oh, my God. Austin Harrison is his name, and it's just like bow tight, and that's fucking awesome. Look, man, love me a big beefy D-lineman. I just feel like we got a D-lineman, player got a tight end, like, stuff like that's like, cool. Like, uh, we've re-signed Kirk for a lot of money. Like, that's really all we got. It's all just, like, I figuring like out Harrison, what we have though, to do. I like Harrison, though, because he was a – uh, pay fucking Jefferson $200 million, but I can't wait. That's a- <laughs> I've been saying that your window is his rookie contract. Like literally that's your window right now. Um, Harrison was a, sorry, I, I cut you off. Um, Harrison was a Walter. What am I thinking? Walter Payton man of the year. Uh, finalist. Oh, great. He's, great. he's like a really good person. He was like one of the final fi- finalists, like at the that's end, not wonderful. just one of the representatives. We have history teams. with that uh, in our organization with like Matt. I Burt value that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much teams value it, but I value that a lot. Uh, character. Yeah, so talking on the ja- speaking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is a team that had a lot of cap. They have obviously a promising first overall pick quarterback. They Head coach took a shot on Urban Meyer. Yeah, they took a shot on Urban Meyer. That fucking backfired terribly. But Doug Peterson and has now a they ring. have Peterson, who has a ring, and he won it with a backup quarterback. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Like they go out, they sign Christian Kirk. To yes. a massive contract when this guy is like a third fiddle for the for the Cardinals for his entire career. It looks and dumb. he it's a the potential out is a two year thirty nine million dollar contract, which that's really what you need to look at is what what's the potential out on the contracts. Either way, if that were the case, that's two years like twenty a year. That puts him at like top three wide receiver money. He's I think he's getting like seventeen uh million a year on average throughout the duration of the contract, which is a massive overpay. And they also overpaid Zay Jones. They overpaid a couple other guys, and I get it. You have to overpay when you're a really bad team. Yeah, you. But like, why would you not trade a fifth round pick for Amari Cooper and get a guy for twenty a year who's proven to be that guy? And you get a guy that's for the same amount of money who's a little bit younger, only a little bit. Amari Cooper's a young player. He came in at like twenty or twenty one. Isn't it up to uh, Jerry? Though, like, on for the trade, on, yeah, yeah, but is he gonna? Tr- does he want to? Does Jerry want to do business with Jacksonville, or does he want to do like? Uh, is that is that crazy? Is that a crazy Maybe. thought process? I mean, they're both in the in the other conference. No, I know that, but it's like, can can Jacksonville feasibly afford as much as another team? Yeah, they have the first pick in the draft. That's true. Yeah, man. So, I, I, for I, instance, here, a fifth round like pick from signings. them versus like the Browns. No I'm There's saying, a lot of money, but the market's fucked. It's never going to get they're any better. Not, they're not bad players per se. I thought the Bears were going to sign Christian Kirk to like a $10 million a year deal. And I, I liked him. Honestly, he was recruited by Ohio State out of Arizona in high school. He played on the same team as a quarterback we recruited. 
I have long followed Christian Kirk, who went to Texas A&M and was murderous there. But he's never done shit in the league to warrant this money. There are wide receivers on the market that are proven dudes who have put up statistics who you could have had for less. Julio Jones just got cut. That's recency bias. But, like, well, watch I don't this. know, man. Let me tell you. Here's the thought process. You don't just – if you're the Jaguars, you don't start out and you're like, we're winning a Super Bowl this year. You got to start – Let's win. Let's win. Let's win our division, and maybe that's the X's and O's they run, and they're like fucking putting down, putting down the dollars and cents, and they're like Christian Kirk is the best receiver we can get. Pay him more than he's worth, and that will work with Trevor. Get him some offensive line to protect. Plug some people in on defense. Playing a little bit of money ball, and um, and the fact of the matter is, who do they have to beat? The Colts are potentially in shambles. The, the fucking. Titans. Te- the the Texans are in shambles. The Titans yeah. are, I mean, I like Vrabel. I think the Titans are solid. They've got some. Speaking of overpaid some, quarterbacks, right? They've got, they've got Derrick Henry. I love that. But at, at the end of the day, like the Jaguars with Lawrence and like a few a few weapons in an okay draft are in a position to fucking maybe win that division, in my opinion. And then you start. I wouldn't there, go that far. Then, I would, I would. Like, I, I feel, I, I feel like Trevor I mean, Lawrence dude, is on the is is going to be on the up and up, and I think these te- other teams are on the decline, unless I'll one just of them say, scores Watson. Right. I'll just say this, and they also blocked Watson from talking with Colts in division. Just so, like, Bang. just so our listeners know, I'll say this: Cooper is twenty seven, Christian Kirk is twenty five, and Cooper's been in the league like three years longer or something like that. All I'm saying is for about the same price and for potentially only a fifth round pick, you could have had Amari Cooper, who I know you're talking about not trying to win immediately, but Amari Cooper is still mid twenties and he is absolutely a better number one type guy to have for Trevor Lawrence. He is, but doesn't he also have like, who's the receiver they have there right now? That's a baller. Like, and they already have, they have ETN in his back. So if I'm not mistaken, is it Chalk? Chark? Chalk? Chark? Chark is gone, dude. Chark just went to the Lions on a one-year $10 million. That is Yeah, they didn't even want him. That's crazy. He's dope. He is a very skinny dude, and he does not play through contact super well. However, he's very fast, very lanky, and he, he's good at receiving. He's one of those wow. LSU guys. So their wide receivers are Marvin Jones, who is a bust, free agent signing, and LaVisca Chenault, who I believe now is potentially a trade candidate which I mm-hmm. like Visca and T loves Visca. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just think Christian Kirk is legitimately a number two wide receiver at best and most likely a third wide receiver in the slot. Dude, so T's if you're going to give that T's guy gonna 20 million. For me. He's going to come for me that I just said the Jaguars. For saying Jacksonville can win the division. <laughs> it's important to also note they signed the number one guard, uh, Brandon Scherf, another big contract. But saying. It's like Trevor, if it's Trevor good doesn't to do. get sacked, if Trevor doesn't get sacked, it doesn't matter who the receivers are. And the coach knows this. He's a fucking star. That's like, so funny because you were saying the opposite before. And I was. I was saying how he was. I was. I know. So what and What did he do this year that changed your mind? I Because he played watched, quite poorly. I just watched this dude and I and I understand that it didn't look great on tape. But I also watched like a lot of other rookie quarterbacks uh, who didn't have to run for their life quite as much. Uh, and other quarterbacks that aren't rookies but are still young and starting that didn't have to run for their life quite as much. And I'm like, look, 
the tale of the tape tells me if I'm in charge of the Jaguars, this guy has only lost one season of his life in its last year. If we can somehow put weapons around him the way we had it, the way he had every other year of his life, there's no reason why we can't win and win a lot. I think that makes sense. Like it, it's all like and and it's all about like going all in on uh, the potential of Trevor and. No, I, I, I wasn't seeing it last year, and I thought he would have a, a, a bad season, and he kind of did. But the fact of the matter is, Urban Meyer was the fucking head coach. The fact of the matter yeah. is, oh, I, like, I'll concede it, that. It, it was like I, drama upon drama upon take drama, like every single week with that team, even leading up to the season. So he went from squeaky clean, uh, fucking well-oiled machine of Clemson to an absolute garbage dumpster fire, laughing stock of the league fucking organization. I yeah. think this is what turns it around. Overpay some some decent people, get them some protection, put even average weapons around them, and I think you'll see the results, especially in a division that uh, a lot of these teams are waning while the Jaguars may wax. Waxing and waning. I see where you're coming from. All I'm saying is... It's just massive overpays, and if, in my opinion, I go spend the same money on proven dudes when there when there's so many proven dudes getting cut right now, when there's so many proven dudes who have hefty contracts that are trying to be traded because the teams have cap issues. So who do you want them to I, go get aside from Amari? I think you get Amari Cooper. I think Jarvis Landry is a great pickup for a slot He's receiver. I would have rather had. I would Jarvis rather Landry's have Jarvis not Landry. Yet, is he? No, I would so rather have him, sign him because they already got their slot guy. Okay. I'd rather have Jarvis Landry for less than $10 million a year at his age and his injury history than, than Christian Kirk, unproven for almost 20 a year. And then you have guys like Julio Jones, which is recency bias. He's a guy that can, if he's on the field, which he wasn't last year, can bail out your young quarterback. And I think a tidbit there, Julio. It's a good idea. The, the GM for the Bears, Ryan Poles, had an interesting tidbit i like him by the way um he is cutthroat he's just letting our young dudes go to other teams because he's like the offensive line was so fucking bad for the bears i don't even want any of them but the thing that he said was him and the assistant gm ian cunningham who came from the eagles they did a lot of research on what has given quarter young quarterback success from year one to year two, what was the common denominator? And it is a very good receiver who can bail them out. And I don't know if we're going to feasibly be able to get one of those guys. I hope we can. But I think you you should try to get one of those guys for Trevor Lawrence because you still don't have one. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are not those guys. Those are just pieces. And you're paying them like dudes. That's all I'm receivers saying. Receivers in the draft, they have first overall. Yeah, both of the dudes from Ohio State are incredible, but they're not so, going to get them because those guys are going to go later unless they trade back. They're going to get an offensive lineman or a pass rusher. So then they're going to go to the second round. Both of them are going to be gone. You've got a couple other good if receivers. Lawrence has a line. It doesn't matter. I get where you're coming from, man. Bye. I like her hair. That looks cool. I know. Hey, Aiden said your hair looks nice. Thank you. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't know, man. And maybe this is just off season free agency opening and like my heart is fluttering and I'm like really high on fucking optimism and caffeine among other things. And it's like, I, among I other things. you know, I just feel like maybe I'm just in a good mood last year. I was ready to knock Lawrence and 
it played out the way I kind of thought it would. And then I was like, oh, cool. I liked being right there. Now I'm like, no, it's this way. I want to see if I can ride that high of being right again. I got you. I mean, you were very right for the pretty much the entire season. Um, so <laughs> let's 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 go to the Colts. I'm coffee. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll kind of set us up for this. So the Colts obviously cut bait with Wentz very quickly. He was seen as probably a toxic uh, player in the locker room. We've kind of said he was a whiny little fuck, and that turned out to be true even when he had a change of scenery. We've already talked about him. He's going to the commanders. Good for them. Whatever. Not a good pickup. He's not a good player. So now the Colts are sitting with an essentially empty quarterback room. They have a couple young guys, but they're not going to be the answer. I'm wondering who you think will end up being the quarterback for the Colts. And I'll run through a couple options while you're making your coffee. So obviously Deshaun Watson, not on the table. However, a lot of the teams that are interested in Deshaun Watson, the speculation is that whoever that if they get Deshaun, their quarterback currently will end up being traded to the Colts. So in a way it'll be like a three team trade. So you have Baker Mayfield, you have Matt Ryan now, you, I mean, maybe even like a Sam Darnold if he goes to the Panthers. So, I mean, T would probably not like to hear that, but he was high on Sam last year. So, I, or do they go in the draft? Like, what do you to think the Colts with you, should do? Out of those options, Matt Ryan smells like a Colts move, doesn't it? Like, yeah, that's that where I'm going with it. If that like happens. a Colts move. Um, so I could. That see would that. be so smart of them, dude, because they yeah. have the team ready. I think so. I, I, I like if I were them, I, I think that's probably what I would do. I don't think that's where Baker would thrive. I've been saying it over and over, and I know you don't agree. I think Baker in Pittsburgh would rock. I think it would rock. That's um, Mitchburg, Daddy. I know, I know, and and I'm very. Did we mention that? I'm so proud of that of Mitch for Mitch Trubisky gets a two year contract, and James Daniels, former Bears offensive guard, joins him there. the uh, starter. Like he has to beat out we, Haskins. We wish and him luck, and Mason Rudolph. I mean, like yes, I do wish him luck, Mitch. Like we're NFC North brothers now. Like you know, I hope so. you kiss titties out there, bud. I like Mitch as a person. It's I don't blame him a hundred percent for the things that went down. I blame Nagy for a good bit, but. However, and I said it when we played Mario Party, Mitch, I don't think Mitch can or ever will be a guy in the league. I think he has talent, which can be maximized with certain schemes. Um, he has a inability, an inability to read a defense and make – he has to have the play set up for him. He can hit a guy running down the field, but he cannot do what Burrow does and sit in the pocket and dissect while – Stepping up and evading pass, he's got to be on the move. that not everybody has to. I like I, correct. I, I, he's he's walking into a situation with one of the best head coaches of all time, a Hall of Fame head coach with Super Bowl rings. Uh, Claypool as a receiver, I know you don't like him, but he's a good receiver. Ugh, and yuck. maybe Juju, like, and one of the Juju's of the a Chicago young, Bear as of tomorrow. One of the best young backs in the fucking league. I'm so hard on Najee. I love him. So like. It is a pretty fucking nice situation to walk in. All like, and and to be Naji honest with you, Franco to Harris. be honest with you, like young Ben, like to that Super Bowl is on the defense. It's like, I, and I, I'll, I'm not trying to discredit him. Absolutely. And like, and like, and I love Terry Bradshaw, Blonde Bomber. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's a know, steel curtain city. I get it. it it's and it's, on and, top and, of that, dude. And not and not just that, but like, 
receivers too. Like, don't never forget Terry Bradshaw had fucking Lynn Swan and like fucking uh uh Franco Harris. Well, Franco Harris, but I'm I'm talking about uh God On damn offense. it, Stallworth. He had uh okay. you know what I mean. So he's throwing to like two Hall of Fame receivers as well. And Ben had uh like an amazing defense and had fucking great receivers. Like, Dude, at one not- point. They drafted Emmanuel Sanders and they drafted Antonio Brown in like the fifth and sixth round. Remember that? And then, dude, I remember them lighting it up in the playoffs, catching it on their helmet. Like, it was crazy. Like, the Bears want to fucking, like, act like there's some, like, hard-ass city, like, with, like, like a title town. Like, they're fucking Green Bay or they're fucking Pittsburgh. They're not. And Mitch got eaten alive in I'm sorry, but Mitch got eaten alive in a city that's got a lot of attitude for people that, like... Have it one shit aside from eighty five, and like he goes Fuck to the you. Bills and sits behind a, a a fucking real fan base, who's fucking who's fucking lit up and excited and on the up and up, and now he's gonna walk into a situation where that town will rally around him, chug beers with the guy, slap him on the back, and and who knows what'll happen. We'll see what happens when he does what he did with the Bears. And if That's that happens, and I'm I like Bears today. I like Mitch as a person, and I'll also say. This is really rich coming from the guy who likes to pay 60 for an eighth of mids talking about Kirk Cousins. So don't fucking talk to me <laughs> like know, that, you piece I of shit. I ripped the fan base there, didn't I? That was it. I, I, ripped- I was saying, as I was saying it, I was like, that's mean. I just, I just kept saying, fuck you. No, this is a spicy pot. I like it. It's off season. We get to we get to riff a little bit and ad lib. Um, good for Mitch. Where were it's we Saint at Patrick's right before Day that? Day. We were, oh, yeah. we were talking about who the coach... We Dude, who the I don't have any get. green on me. Yeah, so I... I want to know who you think the Colts will or should get. That said, I think we might just kind of both arrive at Matt Ryan. I think that's a logical guy you because the Colts they should absolutely get Matt the Ryan. Colts have the most cap space and they're not signing anyone right now. They have an unbelievable amount of cap space, the most in the league. They got rid of Carson's huge contract, and yes, Matt Ryan's contract is astronomical this year, but they can take that on. And if they Monday. add like one more good receiver. They already have Jonathan Taylor. They have a solid team. I mean, they did lose future Hall of Fame coach Matt Eberflus on their defensive staff. So their defense will obviously suffer those ramifications. But the Bears got him, and now he's going to remake our roster and instill a new attitude. We're going to be hungry. We're going to be playing like the Steel Curtain. However, what do you think? Do you think they should try to get one of these veterans, or do you think they should go big in the draft? Yeah, I think it's got to be Ryan, but uh, I, I think that's the move. You think it I could work? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's how we spun into the Pittsburgh thing is like, I no, I don't. I don't think that's a situation for him. I do not Why? think so. I feel they, as They have a good his, running game just like they did in Cleveland. They do. I'm not saying he couldn't, he couldn't do it. I just think that that's not like organizationally, I don't know if that's the fit. Like, I, I think he really needs – I think he I think he needs to be like a voice and like have say and like and maybe that maybe he's not coming out and saying that the right way or something but like he's striking me as somebody who's like look this is what this is my resume I should be like just as a instrumental of a voice in the organization not as the head coach but like in the way that like um in the way that like uh you know a a franchise quarterback is you know what I mean and uh, clearly he wasn't getting that respect from lots of different angles I think his respect is warranted, and I don't know if it'll be there when the Colts, this side of Peyton Manning, uh, don't really operate that way. 
right? Like they're very much like, uh, you know, Tony Dungy was in charge, but Peyton yeah. Manning was in charge. You know what they're I mean? They're pretty. They're pretty tight knit. They firmly seem, laced up. They team. seem like a real like strong organization, and I love the Colts. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if they're gonna like let Baker flourish and be as Baker as he wants. I think he needs to go. They don't somewhere have a lot like, of vocal strong personalities. I'm not saying like Darius um, is a strong personality. And I'm sure um, offensive guard guy from Notre Dame, uh, Quentin Nelson, strong personality, but not super publicly vocal personalities like Baker and is, Peyton you know was, I mean? and 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 stuff, and that was cool. And like uh, he was the NFL though, like that's he different. was he was everything, and like he was royalty. I, I I think it'd be fine, but I think Matt Ryan makes sense there. Matt Ryan's a strong like or like you know he plays he plays ball. He's a fucking vet. He's well respected. He would bring a presence into the locker room that is is sorely needed there, especially following Carson Wentz. You don't need some <laughs> like it's just a fact. You so, know what he's not going to do is throw the ball with two hands, shot put style, as he's getting sacked <sighs> in his end zone. No, he will not. Um, so no, I I don't know. It's so it's so interesting. I I I'm not sure. I'm all like I said. I said Pittsburgh and Mitch went there. I'm not saying that Baker could be his personality there, but I think when you're playing for a Mike Tomlin, you trust the process. So God love anybody that gets that shot. It just has to be shitty to be a Colts fan right now to go from like knowing you should have made the playoffs and losing to a shit Jacksonville team and how that end of the year ended, taking your shot on Carson and like having a solid roster right now. They have a very solid roster and they don't have a quarterback. No. I would hate to be in that situation. At least imagine both of our teams it, imagine have it, quarterbacks bro. now, but bro, I like we wasted Adrian Peterson's career. Like, right? you know what I mean? And it so, sucks. Like, I, I know that game. Uh it, it's 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 rough. Um No, nah, dude. I, you I don't know. Certainly I, did. To be honest with you, pre Kirk extension, I wouldn't have been opposed to uh I think Baker'd be okay in Minnesota. I think he'd be really well liked, to be honest with you. I think that um, if this is a team where we can get behind Kirk Cousins, oh my God! Like Baker, any sort of personality and flair goes so far in Minnesota. We cling yeah. to yeah, absolutely. Him and Justin Jefferson would be fun to watch. The only thing about that is Jefferson and Odell are boys, and I feel like Jefferson probably hates Baker's guts because, like, I feel like he was probably like, he was saying free Odell when Odell was having to play with Baker and stuff. So you're oh my that, God, you're right. That's the only oh, thing, no. the reason I thought we wouldn't, like, we wouldn't do it. But I personally would be okay with it. Um, that said. Baker Mayfield, where is he going to go? Is he going to stay? Know. I can't see it's a intriguing. fit anywhere. I cannot see a fit anywhere in my head. I'm like, Dolphins, fuck no. Like, and, like, and, and besides, it's like Tua and Teddy time there. Like, yeah. like, who else? Who's available? Like, who's who's still QB needy right now? Seattle. With the... Oh, okay. Hey, that's pretty good. I can see that. Actually, I could 100% see that. I think Seattle could be a fit. Um, like it or not, I could see him going to the Colts. I think they're, I know what you're saying, but they have a similar running attack that they can lean on so they don't have to expect too much from him. He doesn't have to be a superhero. Um, what's some other teams? Yeah, it's hard. It's kind of hard to think of a fit. I'm just, a uh, fit is weird. I don't know why. Um, he would probably go to Houston if they traded for Deshaun Watson. I think he'd work in Houston too. I think he'd work I in would, Houston. I would just not play football anymore. Low, low if I fucking, got traded to Houston. Low fucking stakes, man. Like to to like that's the thing. Like you get drafted to the Browns. Worst case scenario, you suck like everybody else. 
best case scenario, you're Baker Mayfield, and you're the best Browns quarterback since fucking Otto Graham. So, like, oh my fucking... God. what a name. So, like, <laughs> uh, now it's like, oh, I have to be slightly above average, and then I'm already a better Texans quarterback. Than... I'm sorry, Tyrod, I don't mean that. Um, already a better Texans quarterback than we had last year. So I, that, that's not bad. That might be okay so, for Zico. And he'd be fine in yeah. Texas. He's in Oklahoma. He went to Oklahoma. It'd be such a fucking fuck you situation if he had to go to the Houston Texans when they're on like the most rebuild of any rebuild. They are on team. the ropes, bro. I'll say, so to close out the pod for today, a couple little nuggets like Randy Gregory, he spurned Dallas because they added some language in their contract to protect Anthony themselves in, at the last second. Anthony Bartom then went to Denver um, the Bears signed their only big free agent that they signed, Larry Ogunjobi, who I'm actually quite happy they got because you have to have a penetrating three technique in this defense, in this Tampa 2-4-3. And Ogunjobi was killer with the Bengals last year. I watched one play in his highlights where he pushed one of the Vikings guards into Kirk Cousins and sacked them both. Yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Um we gotta get some you know, there's. I'm not gonna go through every fucking free agent. We got good, is there good alignment in the draft? Yeah, like sitting. At but 12? I don't know if the Vikings are gonna at 12. Sure, I think you guys could get a good offensive lineman at 12. I think nice. you guys should maybe get a corner though. Yeah, we suck at. You guys should get corners. Sauce Gardner if he's available. He won't. Holy be. shit! I would love that. Anybody named Sauce Gardner who never gave up a touchdown in his entire college career and he's played since he was a freshman? I'd advocate for him to put Sauce on the back of his jersey instead of Gardner. Ugh, Sauce. And then Stingley is such a uh, mysterious guy because his freshman year he was like playing like one of the best defensive backs I'd ever seen, like Patrick Peterson level. And then he got hurt and he sat out a year for COVID. So it's like you don't know what you're going to get with that guy. But sure. you could – the twelfth pick is a good pick to have. So to close up, the draft is at the end of April. I don't know the exact date, so we're, so we, a, month we're a month away. We're a little over so a month away. That means about like three weeks away from UNT doing a mock. Yeah, mock, and we'll talk about our favorite guys. I'll also say there was a couple free agents that I was really hoping the Bears would get. One was OJ Howard, tight end for the Buccaneers, who signed a tiny little deal with the Bills. That made me sad. And then Miles Jack got cut. He was a wide. He was a linebacker for Jacksonville. They cut him to make room for the cap situation, signing all these dudes, and he got like a tiny deal to go to Pittsburgh. So he's on that really good defense, and I would have liked to see him as a bear. But you, is there anything else you wanted to? Talk yeah. About? Did you see? Did you see anything from Russ's press conference in Denver? I did not see it. I saw that he had one, but I didn't see. It. Vu, oh, I did man. see. He said it was mutual. Yeah, just the deja parting. vu. Like it reminds, it, like I had a weird like flashback to the Peyton Manning's press conference there, like yesterday. I was like, this is fucking weird. Like they have felt, to get a, they have to get so a better guy. It's so similar. It's like here's Elway bringing in another like legend. Like you know, what I mean? it's just crazy. Um, yeah, it's very weird. Good for them finally because like they've been floundering. You know how I feel They're- about Drew Locke. <laughs> Dude, their quarterback draft picks have been fucking terrible. And their Seattle's quarterbacks that they pick you up. Nailed that. You think? I do. I mean, that makes so much sense. What are they going to fucking do? Drew Locke? I think they'll just draft a guy. Who, though? I think they're okay being shitty for a year. I don't know if Pete Carroll's got many years left to be shitty. He's the oldest coach in the NFL. Like so he yeah. does not. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, that guy's I, wore the same New Balances since he was fucking twenty three. He's a um, guy. I like Carroll. Well, I'm about to have to, you know what? What you know what coffee makes you do in the morning? Uh, that first all right, let's get so. out of here. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll wrap up. I'll say this: congratulations to Brad and the other seventeen Chargers fans worldwide on J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. That's awesome for you guys. Uh, I hope to see I, you in the crowd. I live in L.A. and I've never met a Chargers fan. It's kind of strange. All right. Well, we don't see him in the crowd during games. <laughs> for NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I've been Aiden. All right. See you guys. Bye. Don't touch that dial because after we waxed about what the fuck Baker Mayfield would, would do, uh, we both took our respective bathroom breaks and in my scrolling i saw adam schefter tweet a little something about uh per a browns official the browns have bowed out on deshaun watson and it is baker mayfield's job aiden please your thoughts that was the worst case scenario obviously when you go out and express interest in a dude with so many fucking red flags because you think that he's the answer over your current guy who you draft the number one overall, who's obviously got a strong personality like Baker does. So like, this is the worst case scenario. You fucking flirted with the other girl, you pissed off your fucking girlfriend, and your girlfriend wrote out a fucking social media post about it, and now you're yeah, like, now actually we're knows. together, and yeah. we're gonna make a joint Facebook account. Oh man, that, this is really well done. Well put. That That's is, what it uh, is. Like, precisely it's, dude, it's... Such a shitty thing for the Browns to do. However, my first thought when I read that is, I wouldn't be surprised if Baker Mayfield still moves. I mean, that's a good point. It, this is just for Schefter. Baker Stefanski hasn't said anything, so. I mean, I don't know if they get Deshaun, but I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Baker Mayfield to somebody who needs a QB. I hear you. If it, wow. th- this 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 relationship was so fractured at the end of last year. With, like you mentioned, and we mentioned just a little bit ago, Stefanski does not want him as the quarterback. So, like, are they... He was like, I'm hurt, and everybody knows that. And then Stefanski was like, I mean, said he could play. So, like, it was like a really weird, like... It was was a bad thing last year. So, no, I I hear you. It's just, like, after all this... After all this talk from us, obviously, but from, like, everybody that they were going all in on Watson and... um, Baker was on the outs, and then after that social media post, this is just such a surprising move. Uh, I love free agency, and it's only just begun. Um, does this make? I heard Falcons as a dark horse for Deshaun yesterday. Who, who, who's who? Do you think? And I just want now, like, like the Browns are. Who do running. I think he'll go to? Yeah, I think the I most likely place he goes to is Carolina. He's from Carolina. He played at Clemson. They have everything they need. They made the cap room. They wanted him last year. I think it's Carolina. I think they trade a fuckload for him. They have a they have an aggressive GM or not GM. They have an aggressive owner Tapper. I think his name is. Um, that's probably going to be the spot. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him go to the Falcons. And there was another team that was in on it big time. I, I'm just blanking on it. Can you remember what the other one was? Okay, so. I don't know, man. I'm, it's 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 kind of gross. This happens quite often in the NFL with guys with huge character concerns, and then people are still foaming at the mouths to get right. them on their team. It's rough. I don't uh, know. I, this I, is worst case scenario for the Browns. Why would they even entertain it then? I mean, do your due diligence, I guess, even if it ruins the already fragile ego of your quarterback. Yeah, that's. Uh, it, it's going to be an interesting. Uh, 
an interesting little story to watch unfold. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to wait a whole week to say we were wrong. We were wrong, but you know what? Two minutes, so coach. You probably. All right, let's get out of here. Two minutes, coach. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yes, we quite often say things and then right afterwards news breaks because we record in the morning on a weekday and then around noonish in early afternoon things happen people get their lunch and they're like all right i have a full tummy i think i'm ready to do this i think i'm ready to sign a contract so it's good that we jumped on and spoke about this because people would have been like hey hey buddy he's yeah. not going anywhere baker mayfield's yeah. not going anywhere yeah would have been a useless, and now you know useless pod now it's a little yes, know. less. Now it's a little less useless. Hey, the right. Browns is the Browns, isn't that what he said? Yeah, Browns is the Browns is the Browns. Browns gonna Browns. That's what All they right. do. Talk to you later, Aiden. Four. I don't know. We don't have to keep doing that. We'll we'll talk soon, audience. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah.